Well, hello and welcome to Watch What Crappens, the podcast for all that crap we just love to talk about on Yobrov. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Ronnie. That's Ben over there. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. Exciting day today. It's a Tuesday. It's Real Housewives of Miami Day. I know. Big Miami. Big Miami energy. And actually, speaking of that silly accent uh, that has nothing to do with Miami, did you hear that they're bringing all of the international shows to Peacock, uh, not Peacock, to Discovery Plus? What? Yeah, you didn't read that? That was some weekend news. They're going to be bringing all of Real Housewives of Melbourne, Cheshire. I mean, Cheshire's on like season 12 or 13 or something crazy. So that's crazy that they're not going to be on Peacock. I know. That's that's shocking. I know. So there you go. But they're I mean, going to be there. We can see them in America. That's huge. That I mean, that probably also explains why um, that probably explains why we never saw Melbourne on Bravo again, because there clearly was probably some sort of there's licensing probably some licensing thing that's yeah linked. I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. So who but, knows? But they're coming. So that's exciting. But anyway, that's great. Today. We're talking about Real Housewives of Miami, and we're also talking about tickets. Go buy tickets for our live shows. We start next week. We cannot believe we're going to be in New York City in a week um, doing the crappies with you guys, for you guys, meeting you guys, laughing with you guys. The next night, we're in Jersey. The next night, we're in Boston. Then the next week, we're in Atlanta, Nashville, and Orlando. So in the next two weeks, we're going to be traveling like crazy. We're going to have a lot of live shows on this feed. So those of you who are newer and not used to live show experience, they're crazy. They're rowdy. They're drunken. Um... They're really fun, and we're going to be doing so many in the next two weeks, so you're going to hear a lot of them. So yeah. buckle in. Come along with us on the tour. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a huge fun, and we're, we're just like really excited for all the people who are coming out to see uh, see the show, and um, it, really, it really means a lot to us um, because it's, we're celebrating 10 years, and um, you know, for people to take time out of their lives to, to get a ticket and, and come to see us. We know that's um, you know it's 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 not it's not a given. So we're just like really excited to have this to start up again next week. So I'm yes. like feeling sentimental and mushy about it. Yes, um, it's going to be great. So go get tickets at watchwhatcrappens.com. Also, if you're not able to be in New York City for that crappies uh, ceremony. You can catch the Moment House Digital Moment. Uh, go to momenthouse.com. You can also find links on watchwhatcrappens.com, but that's going to be a streaming of the show, and it's going to be professionally done. We're really thrilled about that. I've never, we've never had that for this show, so it's going to be super cool. Uh, and unless we totally fuck it up, which is going to be horrifying. <laughs> but go happen. get tickets at watchwhatcrappens.com. Yeah. So let's pivot over to Real Housewives of Miami, which is, I think this is episode six. Um, they're already uh, shooting their, their reunion soon. Uh, Andy Cohen tweeted out, I think it was last week, saying, like, send me your questions for the reunion. So uh, we probably don't have too much more with Miami, but, which makes me sad because I'm really, really enjoying it. And the episode opens up um, with a private plane. And uh, Nicole and her boyfriend's name is Anthony, right? Anthony? Yes. Is it Anthony? Yeah, Anthony. So Nicole Anthony. It's much nicer An- than what I call him when I don't remember his name. <laughs> little guy with little guy with too much money. <laughs> <laughs> little guy with probably a little penis. 
Um, yeah, and Martina and Julia are are walking. And as soon as I saw the private plan, I also just knew it had to be Anthony because I was like, he just is. He just loves to be showy about his his cash. I was like, the, I think the only one of this group who would really just want to have a private plane and would start the episode off would be Anthony and Julia. I mean, Anthony well, and Nicole. Before we even get to the plane, you see his little sports car riding up with like a racer circle, like a racer number on it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> gross. You are so cheesy. Queso, he's having a... <laughs> queso. Necesito I don't even want to say he's... <laughs> menos queso, por favor, senor. I don't even want to say he's having a midlife crisis. I think he's just having an all-life crisis. I think this has just been his life of just being in crisis. Like, I'm surprised he's not married to Calista Flockhart at this point. <laughs> so, race car to jet. Martina and Julia meet Nicole and her lame-ass man at the jet. <laughs> that was my man. And not only that, okay, A, you're on a jet. B, you have the race car. C, you're Flying the jet? Oh, hell yeah. no. Do I need to list the people that have died flying people on their little rich people jets? No, thank you. Okay. I'm rich yeah. enough to hire somebody else to fly my goddamn plane. Now I have to sit next to people on it. Okay. Very uncomfortable seats. But I feel richer than you knowing there's a better chance than I'll arrive than you will. I don't want uh, a hobbyist pilot flying me somewhere. <laughs> and you've got Martina Navratilova in your in your passenger manifest, okay? You are not flying Martina Navratilova anyway, anywhere, okay? Yes. We leave that up to professionals, sir, not just yes. someone who does it as a side side gig to their lawyering. So then they get on the plane, and Nicole's like, hum, I know you guys are foodies. We're going to go to my friend's restaurant. Stop saying foodies, okay? You don't sound <laughs> smarter saying foodies every two minutes, Nicole. And also, just stop trying to impress Martina, okay? Martina... Martina, like, is just so much bigger than you two. Like, you think that Martina's never been to a, a, a restaurant. You think Martina's never been given a private meal at a restaurant before. You think she's not been flown or flown anywhere to a meal. She is a freaking, like, global superstar icon. And you're, like, being like, yeah, we have a friend in Key West who has a restaurant. So we're going to go. Like, Martina seems so unimpressed by this, but she's like, well, I guess I'll just have to do this for Julia for her stupid show. I'll just be a good sport. Better Part than attended. massaging the goat's feet. I'm down. <laughs> so well, then, I know, I'm doing this because I know that Steffi Graf certainly isn't doing anything with her time. Ha! Suck it, Steffi! So then we go to Gertie and Russell. She's getting ready, and she gets ready just like you think she would. Russell, help me. I have to get dressed. I have to go to South Beach because I have things going on in South Beach. Do it, Russell. You know, get my back up. And he's like, um, <laughs> please don't speed. Okay. Okay, I will drive. <laughs> I'll drive. I'll drive slowly. I'll, I'll go to find the sleep speed limit. How about that? So... Then uh, Alexia's over at um, her beauty bar, the Alexia and Frankie beauty bar, and she's sitting with Frankie and a guy named Jonathan, and they're testing colognes, and, sh and Jonathan's like, oh, I don't like this one. It smells like butt. She's, oh, well, you know what? Like, I never smell butt. That's crazy. I never smell butt. You've never had an ass in your face. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, um, no. I've only had my ass in a guy's face. And Frankie's like, Mom! <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, sorry, Frankie, I forgot you're there. Sorry, Frankie. <laughs> so then back to Nicole, uh, they land, and Nicole goes, we made it. Success. Wow. Never a good idea to fly with someone who expresses shock and amazement every time they land alive. <laughs> I know, seriously. I also feel like, you know, it's a well-known thing that people continue the cycles of their childhood, and, you know, a lot of a lot of women marry their fathers. Um, so... If Nicole's father is a disaster, doesn't that by extension mean that 
Anthony's a disaster. And if he's in a disaster, why is he flying this plane? I just want to know. I just want to know all these answers. Yes. Uh, so she's like, you know, having a pilot makes a world so much smaller. And not just because we have Grayson, but like sometimes we would wake up and be like, hey, honey, why don't we have brunch in New Orleans today? <sighs> oh. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. You can drive. You can go someplace. Have fun with all that money you're not getting when he dumps you for a 20 year old in <laughs> five years. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I hope that brunch was worth it. So they are going to some place called like Tavern End Town or whatever. Uh, that's in Key West. And Nicole, not only uh, not only is this whole thing so obnoxious, but when they walk in, she's like, "Thanks for having us. I can't believe you opened up the place for us." I'm like, okay, all right, settle down. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was really hard to get in uh, to a restaurant uh, during COVID. <laughs> that must have just been difficult yeah yeah I'm, I'm really glad you were able to pull those strings the chef is like actually we didn't uh but thanks there's actually one <laughs> of us working here today it's me so. we just don't have any customers <laughs> so, so nicole's like i chose key west because my dearest friend owns a restaurant there and the food is just phenomenal i'm like or you could have just like taken an uber to probably one of many wonderful places in miami all right, so um, the husband, uh, oh no, not the husband, what's his name, Anthony, is like, oh, well, Martina, I just feel like one of the girls today. And she's like, I'm not one of the girls, so <laughs> I wouldn't say that. You're going to get I'm... some ball splatter on your face, and I'm going to call it art. Please remember that I'm only barely tolerating this entire experience. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so they talk about how Julia loves her kids so much and her daughter is going to go away to school. And Julia's like, oh, really? <gasps> we met in Paris. You know, she has her dad and her half brothers and sister. She's going to be fine. <laughs> She's going to be fine. And we see one week earlier, Julia crying in some lettuce at the supermarket. She's she, she's like has like a bundle of romaine and she's burying her face in it. So no one sees her crying. I mean, been there. <laughs> um, Nick, uh, Nicole tells her, wow, you know, it takes a really confident child to leave home. So you've really done a good job on that one. And she says, well, I left at 17 with $100 in my pocket. Oh, I understand. How can I tell her she cannot do same? <laughs> you know, it takes a really confident child to leave home, especially if they fly themselves. So, you know what? Congratulations. Congratulations, Julia. And she's like, Julia's like, it's not easy to find a partner who would love your children the way you would want to love what we want a parent to love your children. And thank God I have Martina, who sort of is like, kind of okay with my daughter. I don't know. <laughs> don't think she loves her, <laughs> but she's okay. Often she calls her goat, which I assume is a compliment, because we love goat. You know, so, one way they bond is Martina stands her in front of ball machine and then just turns it on, and I think that's fun for them. They always get along except for the time when Martina said she wanted to paint a daughter. Oh, this got hospital trip. <laughs> It was good until she kept calling my daughter Steffi Graf and then throwing rackets at her head. But, you know, I think that's just fun. I had to get into the right frame of mind, honey. I've explained this five times. <laughs> so then um, Lisa is now, she brings her kids to one of these awful places. Uh, it's called the Sugar Factory. 
Yeah. Like, like, it's one of those places you just know if you had a black light. I mean, do, you, do you black lights get like poop stains and stuff all over the walls? <laughs> this is just like my own personal hell. You know, we've seen every now and then the housewives take their kids to these places. We saw uh, Melissa and Joe Gorga bring their kids to one of these places in New York City. And I was like, this is just hell. Like bowls of bright blue things and cotton candy and lollipops and no, no oh yes i hate it I hate i've been to it. plenty of those places with the kids when they were little Ugh, kids and please. there came a point where i was like no okay i just Sticky. said no no more i said birthday parties i will come to the one that we have with the family i'm not going to all three of them i'm not going to the fucking pink place with poop smears on the wall and like boogers under the table no <laughs> no 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 it just is looks stinky i feel like it smells like disgusting weird like artificial fruity things yes. and it's just loud and whiny and cr- it just is like it's just like the world's worst thing ever that mm-hmm. was ever made you know yeah so well actually my fam, my uncle when i say family i mean my uncle has restaurants here in austin called waterloo and they're perfect because it's like a family hamburger place, but it's a bar. And so the, the adults get wasted, and then there's a huge playground outside. And so you never see the kids again. It's just like you just go there, and your parents get shit-faced while you're playing. You know? There you yeah, go. Just, Jessica Beale tried to start one of those up here in L.A. It was called like O-Fudge, spelled A-U, space fudge. And I think there was even a, an episode of one of the Real Housewives that happened there. And it was supposed to be this thing where like the kids could like – do like all the the Sundays, whatever, and the parents could get drunk. But then she builds it as a Soho house for children, and it just sort of never oh, quite gross. Like we need Hollywood yep. children to be more disgusting. Thanks, Jessica. Yeah, thanks. I don't trust yeah, Jessica. I watched The Sinner. Okay, and that show really had promise, and then it just sucks. Well, so thanks a lot, well, Jessica. Thanks for all the fudge you've ruined for me, and now and, The Sinner. Yes. And in a Bravo twist, the place did eventually close down, of course. And then uh, taking its place is a restaurant by, uh, that is run by Marissa from Ladies of London. So there you go, everyone. Well, you just got to love that a place called Oh Fudge closed down. Your place is closing. Oh, Fudge. Yeah. Oh, Fudge. <laughs> right. Oh, Fudge. Yes, I'm telling you. How many restaurants do you own, Jessica? I'm telling you, it's closing down. Oh, Fudge. Soho Fudge House. <laughs> Fuck, I'm saying, oh, fuck. Oh, okay. Well, you've already got another business ready. Let's do it. Uh, I would love if there was one of these, like, candy kid-oriented places called just, like, little fuck faces. <laughs> I don't know. Just call it that. Tiny oh, mistakes. <laughs> but you could spell it tiny and then M-I-S-S steaks. Like, tiny mistakes. And it could be, like, a cute little steak girl. <laughs> a little steak. A little... <laughs> uh, I love that, actually. I'd be down for that. Um, I clearly am very triggered by this entire establishment. I know, it's like the way, recap's over. We're 15 minutes in just talking I literally, about it. I literally said it should be renamed Little Fuck Faces. So, you know, this, this is where my mind's at. Um, also, how much so is Lisa really with the kids? Because the last time we talked about this, I was saying, gosh, I'm really, I really love that Lisa's like doing the, I'm going to raise normal children. Here's your race car badge. You have to make it. But now I'm starting to think this is just faked. And there's like a nanny yeah. somewhere because she just looks, I mean, look, it is a lot to have kids. I've done it. 
but not had kids, but have kids in a place like this. It's just you and these two little monsters going nuts, kicking everything, screaming, vibrating, like the whole shebang. <laughs> but Lisa looks like she's never seen this before. You know, she's like, um, guys, can we just maybe sit still, guys? Guys, uh, maybe could we not dance on chairs? Oh, God. is Can anyone help me? Anyone? <laughs> I know this was actually one of the rare scenes of unruly kids where I was not mad at the kids because like this place is designed to make kids unruly. It's just like stimulation of all different sorts, sugar, all sorts of crazy shit, which as a kid, I probably would have loved. But like I, I'm angrier at Lisa. I'm like, you brought your kids here. This is a place that turns children into animals. Like that's the entire purpose of it. They're supposed to be animals and run around and go nuts and scream. And they look at the menu and they said they want this. They want that. They want that. This is the kids are just they are just reacting as any children would to a hideous sugar-filled establishment. Yeah. <laughs> that's and that's the what son, they're doing. The son is just like, chicken fingers, chicken fingers. <laughs> I know. Like, incessantly. That's uh, so funny. So she's miserable, basically, right? And she just It just ends with her being like, wow, well, Lenny's at work, and it's just super frustrating that Lenny assumes I don't do anything all day. You don't. Look at you. What are you doing Where are right you? now? <laughs> Are your children at a library right now? I don't think so. They are literally like filling themselves up with all sorts of weird colored like bowls, fish bowls full of sugar water that you are smoking. You want to do something? Whip a wooden spoon out of your purse and stop, start spanking some butts. Okay. Go to a museum. Gross. Yeah, kids, kids really love Anything. that. I'm just saying, like, don't be like, ah, she, he says I don't do anything with the kids, but you're like literally bringing the kids to like the most unhealthy place that they could possibly go to i mean if, like as a kid i'd be so happy bring them bowling go go bowling play miniature golf <laughs> so then we go Anything to mary soul's tiny houses across america <laughs> set <laughs> her cardboard box <laughs> i mean i think i had a pair of payless loafers that came in this house <laughs> it's basically a boot that she lives in <laughs> <laughs> so, so, i don't know if it's because she was speaking spanish to the dog because she was like oh you know she was she was speaking spanish to the dog but then the dog starts barking and the, the caption come comes under and it says speaking spanish <laughs> <laughs> so alexia shows up and uh so marisol's wearing she has sort of like a almost like a catholic school or like a plaid kind of skirt thing and Alexis is like oh well you know what like you didn't plan it but like because you're like in you're like in like a high school dress and I'm like in a varsity coat like we are so high school and Marisol's like did you not get the memo we're doing a free Britney party <laughs> this is intentional I love that Alexia thinks she's being funny but then she is that high school girl who comes into every everything she does like my boyfriend and then starts crying about man problems you know like yeah. you are so high school and i actually really like it thank god she's breathing life into this with her drama she's great uh so, so yeah we're yeah. celebrating freeing Brittany. so alexia is saying she values mary so so much because no matter how i'm feeling she makes me laugh so much so so then alexia 
is like, oh, well, you know, let me tell you about Todd and Peter. Okay. So it was like totally out of control. Like things escalated and they like started screaming at each other. And you know, oh, well, you know me, I'm like in the middle and like I'm in the middle between two people I love and like I'm getting married and my mom is sick and like I have a plant that's dying and I have a, I have a tile that's a little cracked in the entryway that's got to get fixed. And like Todd loves us and he loves that tile too. But like and he loves Peter and he loves Frankie, but like, you know, like he wants the best for us and that tile. And like, you know, Peter's very sensitive because he broke that tile actually. And like, you know what? Like he's such a good kid and he's like such a good brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's such a soft soul. What? <laughs> Peter is a soft soul. Roll the roll the tape. Roll the tape, he's, please. He's like the Sears catalog in the nineties. It has a softer side. <laughs> he came out he came out with like it's a release. He posted, I think it was on Instagram, I saw it uh, on the socials, but he posted something this weekend like, oh, really, like, this bitch lying about me? Like, I guess we saw that one coming, everybody. Bitches be lying about, like, wanting a baby daddy or something. I guess he's accusing his girlfriend of lying about, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't, but in a this soft, guy's disgusting. In a soft way, in <laughs> yes, a soft-souled yes. way. This guy's just fucking disgusting. Um, and then she goes, yes, soft soul. I just want Todd to understand what I've gone through with my kids. And then we see clip of 2011 of Peter <laughs> yelling at a guy on the sidewalk that he's an asshole. And then uh, telling his, you know, blah, blah. They they do roll the clips, in other words. So yeah. Alexia's crying. Oh, I just want people to understand. That was my message to Todd. And his message was you. His message to you was get your fucking son in shape. Or he's going to die of something terrible. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, you know, Peter, like, he still suffers from it every single day. Like, I know deep inside, sometimes he starts talking, and then he just starts crying. And I know he thinks that, like, if it didn't happen to my brother, then, like, my brother wouldn't be like this, and then I would be like that. And then I, would have, I wouldn't have to go through all the pain. Like, that's what I think. I'm like, that may all be true, but, like, either he gets help and starts working his way through it, or, like, you have to – it's not a defense anymore because it's now been 10 years. And she's like, um, hopefully we, we can move on because this is going to prove whether we're going to be together forever or not. It's like, it's your third try. Okay, stop trying to prove that, you know? Also, uh, Mary Soul, I love that Mary Soul's like, look at me. I made so much effort for you to come over today. She's got her extension track thing that's sewn into her hair. She's pulled up her hair and it looks like a ribbon around her head. I love that Mary Soul's just like, well, Lexi's coming over again, but I guess I don't have anything else to do. So let's let her in. She also looks so bored by this entire spiel that Alexia is doing. She just is like, when can we start talking about Britney? I know. <laughs> I'm so Listen, bored with this. I really need to say cocky soon, so can we just get to that part? <laughs> so now we go to Gertie, who's going to a team meeting, and she's, she just starts talking to them about how she, uh, her group, about how she wants to do um, a charity thing for her brother and her brother's kids who had died in the Haiti earthquake like 10 years ago or so. And uh, she wants to make her brother proud. So, and his widow started a charity called Kembela, which means hang in there. So they're just like talking about all this stuff. And while while they're planning it, Alexia calls up. Right. And uh, she's like, okay, this event has to be epic, amazing, unforgettable. I have a call. Alexia, you look like you're on vacation. And she's like, you know what? I'm freaking out about location. And Todd wants to get married, so it's either the courthouse or the beach. And actually, look, I'm on the beach. I like it. Let's get married here. <laughs> I chose beach. I chose beach. <laughs> Gertie's like, oh, God. Thank God she finally chose something. Okay, gratified. This has been gratified. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappens commercial. So... And then we go to Larsa, 
And uh, Larsa is with Sophia, who is, I guess they're getting ready for like a photo shoot. And Larsa's like, Sophia, we have to see what you're that what you're going to have to what I don't know what I said. I'm just so whatever you say, Sophia, it, Ronnie. You, Sophia's <laughs> been in the modeling game her whole life, guys. I'm like Sophia, you have a gig tomorrow. Better wake up at seven. And she's like, "What? Am I getting paid?" And she's like, "Mom, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm only kidding." <laughs> you should see me on my side. Only kiddings. So she's like, I tell oh. jokes with my vagina wrapped around my big toe. It brings in dollars. Let me tell you. I've always been in love with jewelry. I have a jewelry line called Larsa Marie. It's been around for a couple of years. That's important for me, for my kids to see me as an entrepreneur, as a boss. I want them to know you can do it all. And and no one will ever realize because I don't think anyone knows about my jewelry line. <laughs> what? <laughs> she yeah. has a jewelry line? So she's talking about how she's going to go to the, the Hamptons for this shoot because, you know, all the social media influencers go to the Hamptons. That's her theme. So, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't know. Okay. I did not know it was the Hamptons was like social media influencer capital of the world. I thought it was like Ina Garten capital of the world. That's fine. Right, so Kiki comes over because Larza is going to use some free modeling while she can, right? Because yeah. they're taking jewelry pictures. And then um, Kiki just stands there and pretends to be interested in Larza and, like, you know, model laughs, like, ha ha ha, ha is this fabulous as I show off this bracelet? <laughs> I know. And Larza is like, the jewelry industry is a tough industry. I don't have room for error. I go to sleep, I wake up, I sketch something. I put so much energy into it. Wow, I better fucking succeed. I'm like, <laughs> wow, it seems like really that one sketch a day. Larsa, wow, really, really, You're really killing it. it there. Girl boss, girl boss. <laughs> so Nicole is in a bar, and Lisa comes, and they're similar because Lisa's in yellow shorts and Lisa has yellow purse, and Lisa's like, "Oh my God, you look sick in a good way, like not like kid sick, disgusting. Like seriously, if you ever had a kid, you do, but you know what they're like when you're. Oh God, my kids are probably grosser when they're sick. Anyway, we're here. Love your body. God, your body looks amazing, killing it. You are so sexy. Actually, we're very similar body type wise. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait to just like she's not even fishing. She's not even gonna wait for the fish to bite for fishing for that compliment. She just is like, I'm just going to turn it into a compliment for myself. Yeah, she's like, um, waiter, can I have a couple of orders of we're hot? Oh my god, thank you. That's great. We've already got it. We've got enough now. You can go. Wow, thank you, me, for giving me that compliment. That was so nice of me. <laughs> me. So, uh, they're talking about Grayson going to school for the first time, etc. Blah, blah, blah. And then Lisa's like, oh my god, I booked the sickest room. Because have you noticed that Lisa's voice is actually much more hoarse than it was like nine years ago, <laughs> she's just been yelling at Lenny for the past several years. Yeah. So she's like, I booked the sickest room for us at the Fayana, like, or Fana or Fana, Fanny, Fanny, pa the Fanny Pack Hotel. I love a girl's night. I felt like a pajama party. I just, it's just, I think it's important to be with your girls, you know, because I get accused of just not doing anything with my time. And I want to show that one of the things I do with my time is just being with friends. So I do do something with my time. And Nicole's like, yeah, it's really important to take time from being a partner, a wife, a mom, business owner, doctor, educated person in general. I mean, you're half there. And so I think you need like half the break, too. <laughs> Sounds good. 
So uh, she's Nicole starts talking about um, how she was talking with her mom and how her mom wants her to like reconnect with her dad and saying how like, you know, if she doesn't, you know, who knows how much time she has left with him and she might regret it once he's gone. Well, Lisa phrases it funny. She goes, you only get one dad, you only get one mom and you're going to regret it when you're gone. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> you're dead. You're going to really regret you're- it in heaven. Your ghost will be so sad. (laughs) So Nicole, you know, is looking forward to having an open, honest conversation about her feelings with her dad, which we've already seen the preview from last week. So I don't know. You know, I don't I don't know that I would go to this guy to have an open, honest combo about your feelings. But you do you. I just don't know if I can really let him back into my life. Like, does he even fly to brunch in New Orleans? I'm just not sure we're meant for each other. (laughs) So Lisa talks about how she's planned this great girls night and they're going to do a cabaret show and everything's going to be great. And so they start talking about Alexia, that her energy has been weird. And Nicole's, this is such a housewife thing to say. Yeah, Alexia's energy was really weird at boot camp. (laughs) Yeah, she goes, she was snappy with me. And then we get a flashback to, I guess, after boot camp. And we just see, we just see Lisa going, Alexia, you cut people off. Can I get a word in? And Alexia goes, Oh, yeah, I know. I know I do. I know I do. Like, that doesn't sound very snappy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just her being like, oh, like, yeah, I do do that. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. So snappy. And so uh, she's like, so anyway, Alexia. And then she gets a phone call in the diary room. She goes, oh, my God, look at my phone. It's Alexia. She is the devil. So she answers. And Alexia's like, hello, are you doing your interview right now? She goes, yeah, I'm doing it right now. Okay. Okay. Bye. Oh, my God. That was so. She even interrupted me right now. How many people does she ask that she just open up a conversation with? It's like, hello, you've reached Dr. Morgan's office. Oh, are you doing your interview? Uh, no, we're at doctor's office. Okay, I'll, I'll call back. I'll call back. Okay. So Lisa announces that they're going to play Spin the Bottle. And she goes, Julia will love that. I'm a little, I'm so over this. The Julia flirtation. Like, leave the, leave the bisexual person alone, okay? Just leave them. Like, we we understand. We get it. We're a little different than you, okay? But you don't have to, like... I'm sorry, I'm projecting now. But, like, you don't have to <laughs> get okay, me everything that's gay, okay? It's like, for Christmas, I get a gay sweater. It literally says Love Victor on it. It's a gay... I've never even <laughs> seen that show. What you got a Love Victor sweater? You got a Love Victor sweater? Yes. Like, look, I made you a cookie. It's a gay pride flag. Wow. Thank you so much. I got you a board game. It's by Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, is it because <laughs> oh. he's gay? I am so mad that there's a <laughs> that you created a fictional Neil Patrick Harris board game. <laughs> no, it really happened. There's a Neil Patrick Harris board game? Yes. I didn't oh, know either. No. I just found out. The straight people knew before me. But that's, like, that's thanks offensive. for the support, but you can calm down. Like we all, anybody who knows me knows I just want the Domino's gift card. Send it over. I also just in general on Real Housewives shows, I hate scenes of like sexiness. Like when a couple is going to rekindle in a hot tub or they're going to like sort of do something. Someone's on a, uh, lying on a bed and someone comes out in sexy lingerie. I hate those not because I'm uncomfortable around people's sexuality, but because they, those are the things that feel the fakest on The Real Housewives. Because we know no one's like, if you've got like a, a camera crew with like, you know, Sal holding up the camera and, you know, Mitzi, who's just like waiting to like wrap up and she's holding the, the boom over you. It's just not, <laughs> I just feel like in front of Sal and Mitzi, you're not really trying to be sexy. It's just clearly a scene that exists solely 
for the show. It's not, it just takes me out of it. It just always feels so fake. So any time the shows kind of dabble in those spaces, it just never, it's just never as good as the other stuff that they could be showing. Also, because Sal and Mitzi sound like a a couple who who sings in a piano bar, you know, <laughs> at like a swing in sixties type of place. Listen, we once did. I will never forget. Many years ago, about ten years ago, we once did some sort of like a video thing, and it was like a it was potential to be on something. And Sal, the cameraman, got all sweaty holding up that camera. And then he just like <laughs> flopped down on my sofa, and I was, I was you are like, never gonna let that go. You were so upset about the sweaty guy on your sofa. I I, I still like, think of that too sometimes. Because it's like, what do you still? He just wanted to like all of a sudden hang out. I'm like, the shoot is over, sir. We're clearly not gonna get the gig anyway. Why are you sitting your sexy, <laughs> sexy, <laughs> sweaty? Definitely not sexy. He was definitely not sexy, but his sweaty self on my sofa. So I'm just saying. I just I don't believe any of these romantic scenes on any of the Real Housewives because yeah. Sal is sweating there in the corner with his camera <laughs> yeah, and Mitzi. Good call. And so Mitzi. Um, we go to Faina. Gold, gold, gold. It's basically like Trump on the beach, which I guess he already <laughs> has his own Trump on the beach yes. kind of place. But this is definitely that style. Like everything is gold. So Lisa's <laughs> like, I can't wait to see this fabulous penthouse. Why don't you go ahead, Garrett Donovan, manager of Faena nightclub and hotel and t- talk about this penthouse that I'm completely paying for. Wow, is this the largest penthouse in the entire world? Yes, Lisa, they're giving you a record-breaking penthouse for your show on Peacock. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, it is like the biggest one in the universe, maybe. So I don't know about the state now. <laughs> okay, so let me show you for it. It's a bedroom, and then that's a bedroom. And then there's a bath, too. She's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Remind me how much of this, I'm, how much money I'm spending on this. He's like, 50K, bitch. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so rich. We ain't paying for shit, Lisa. And they, does anybody believe this? Lenny would no. officially be done, I think, if she went and spent 50 grand on a hotel room. No, yeah, absolutely. So then people start to show up. Lisa also, by the way, got them like pajamas. She goes, I got them all luxe pajamas from London. I'm like, wow. Like, that's cool that she got them nice pajamas. But like, you're not impressing me when you say that you got your clothing from London. I mean, half of our clothing is from China, for crying out loud. We are aware that clothing can be manufactured (laughs) in different parts of the world. We're aware of UPS, ma'am. Okay. (laughs) We're not impressed. Okay. (laughs) So then Marisol walks in. She's like, where my hookers gay icon coming through. <laughs> oh, gosh. So let's see here. Oh, she also, she put Julia and Adriana in a room together. Ooh. So everybody's showing up and giving like the double kisses and stuff. And Lisa's like, I put you with your lover, Adriana. She's like, you're going to start rumors that get me in trouble. Oh, God. I'm so sick of this. By the way. Um, it's Adriana. And I just always assumed it was Adriana all this time, but it's actually Adriana. And actually someone tweeted at us and she was like, as a Brazilian, I'm offended that she goes by Adriana, not Adriana, because it should be Adriana. And I was like, that's not true. And then I listened to this episode and she does go by Adriana. So how about that? Well, there you go. So Mary, um, oh, Mary Saul. Yeah. Uh, you already said this part. So <laughs> then, um, Adriana, God, it's going to be hard for me. It's going to be I'm hard. Like, it's okay. I've never it done Sorry. That. I wonder if we you probably used to did call her Adriana. You probably did. So Adriana is like, guess what, Julia? They put us together. 
and she's like, lately I've been leaning on my friends a lot more because it's a great antidote to loneliness. And then we see a picture of her son. Yeah, and then it's her calling, hi baby, it's your mother. You, I miss you, you miss me. Don't forget who put you in this world. So Adriana's new storyline is that she's lonely, which is funny because she's dating two different guys, but you know, that's her thing. Yeah. So she talks about being, you know, clinging to Julia because she's worried about losing her too. It's like, what are you afraid she's going to go off to college? That <laughs> ship has sailed, ma'am. Okay. She's also not yours to cling on to, by the way, I'd like to add. Like mm -hmm. she's your friend, but, but she's clinging on to Julia like, like they have a relationship. And uh, last time I checked, that relationship is reserved for Miss Martina Navratilova. I don't know about that, because Julia tells us, we are soulmates. There is no border to our relationship. I don't care what anyone thinks. You better start caring, because Adriana's not paying for your goat. <laughs> Two poor people don't equal a rich person. Okay, I'll tell you that. Simple, <laughs> that's simple wealth math. <laughs> so then alexia comes in and she's like hi 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 oh well you know oh but you know i'm excited because uh so everyone okay here's my here's today's drama so today like okay we got the tile fix in the, in the foyer so that was good but then uh we found the we found the venue and like i'm just so excited because like i just want to have a fun girls night out because i want no drama i found my wedding venue and it's absolutely found and like nothing can go wrong so like no i just want to have fun yeah, I, no drama, no drama to please tonight. I'm like, okay, she'll be crying in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So everybody cheers, and Gertie comes, and they say that Lars is not coming because she just has so much going on. You guys, I mean, like, I ha I'm doing a sketch, and then I have to go to bed, and then I have to wake up, and then I have to do a sketch. So. Larsa has so much going on. She just got a new stapler, guys. So that's going to take up the, her, whole, her whole night. I just love the idea of Larsa waking up in the morning and drawing a circle on a piece of paper and going, <laughs> I made a ring. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Pretty much. So Gertie comes in and she's like, um, after me and Adriana had that tiff at Julia's party, like, no, thank you. I will not engage in stupidity. I cannot do it. I cannot do it. I will not gratify this. And Adriana's the same. She's like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, starting with Gordy. I'm playing nice and I'm not going to piss off Martina more. That's what I'm going to do. So then Lisa, you, they're taking pictures and just kind of having girl time. And yeah. then Marisol is asking um, Nicole, she's like, what's it like doctoring? I don't really care. Just someone, <laughs> just someone move my head up and down like I'm nodding. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Brain <laughs> Brittany, am I right? I don't even know who Brittany is. Who are we talking about? Who got locked up and who's Brittany? So then Nicole is like, oh yeah, I was doing endo endos endoscopy endoscopies and endoscopies. I can't speak. Endoscopies and colonoscopies today and, you know, French New Orleans, all that fun stuff. It's just a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, if you ever need to know what's up Alexi's ass, just ask me. No one's up there more than I am. All right. <laughs> she goes, and Marisol goes, you know, I, I just don't know if I trust you enough to put me under. Ha, 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 ha. And Alexia goes, oh, no, I do. I do. I do. I'm like, Alexia. <laughs> I love how Alexia is so earnest about everything. Oh, yeah, I do. I, I, I trust her. I trust her. You don't trust her? I trust her. I trust her. It's like Alexia is a joke. And then meanwhile, Adriana is like on Julia, like, open deep. You need to eat this more. Open more. <laughs> so uh, Nicole and Birdie. gay poor person being a prop on these shows. <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is this is too much. 
So Nicole and Gertie go out to the balcony and Nicole's just asking Gertie how the wedding planning for uh, Alexia is going. And Gertie just gets silent and she's and Nicole's like, is it not going? And Gertie goes, listen, listen to me very carefully. It was going fucking amazing two days ago and we were on pace and like I got vendors and we we're going to have a Zoom call with like 30 different people. I was going to gratify everything. Everything was wonderful. And then I found out today the venue is bailing out and she doesn't even know yet. She doesn't. It's, it's an ungratified situation. And my job as a professional is to tell them as soon as I know. And if I don't, I just found out 20 seconds ago. I just got my floor plan, my rendering. We've been at work from here to New York. I have animatronic people coming that I had built. Okay? <laughs> this is going crazy. And now we don't. Now we have to go to zero. Now we're going to zero. Just zero. The hotel, you know, Alexia walked on the beach and was like, this is pretty. I want to have a wedding. And Todd was like, babe, you got to ask people before you do that. So she went to the front desk and was like, do people have weddings here? They're like, yeah. And she just called Gertie and said, let's do it there. <laughs> the, the accuracy is so on point. Like, it's so true. That's exactly what I, I don't even know if you even made it to the front desk. It was probably just a waiter. Oh, well, you know, do you do uh, weddings here? Okay, cool. I found it. And this. then Gertie calls and it's like, okay, here's what we're going to need. Elephants. I want elephants. I want glitter coming from the ceiling. They're like, uh, no. <laughs> I want nuns. Nuns that are crying and in bikinis. That's, I should love that. It's like, oh, well, definitely no on that. So, um, so then Alexia's inside, I think, talking to uh, – she's talking – or she's talking to someone. I don't know who she's talking to. Maybe she's talking Marisol, to us. She goes, of course. Marisol, okay. So she's like, she's like, oh, well, don't you know? I'm, like, freaking out about my wedding. And, like, Gertie, like, I know she's going to – this is going to be beautiful because, like, that's what she does. And, like, you know, she, like, gertifies, you know? Um, but, like, I feel like there are, like, certain elements that are missing uh, that are important to me. Like, oh, well, you know, Peter, you know, things like that, you know? And then back out with Gertie. She's like, I always have a backup, of course. But right now, I don't have a backup. Backup, beep, beep, beep. I'm coming, I'm coming. I need backup, beep, beep, beep. No backup. There's no backup. I just oh, I just ran into a pole. I don't know how because there's no backup. Oh, hold on. I, I'm getting a phone call. Hello? You'll do it? Okay, great. Okay, we do have a backup plan. Sizzler. <laughs> have you ever tented a sizzler? So then back to Alexia. She's like, and Thor is asking me stuff real guys ask, you know? Like... <laughs> <laughs> napkins do we have napkins i mean how many bars are there do we have bars and then so i told her this and she said four we have four bars and marisol goes for 150 people i have six at my house it doesn't even fit a fucking car in the garage <laughs> will there be any muscle top former lovers serving as go-go dancers on said bars <laughs> say this as a gay icon so then outside, Nicole's like, don't worry, you'll figure it out in the end. I mean, cheers for you having to deal with Alexia, because that's going to be funny. So then um, other people start coming outside, and Gertie's like, oh my god, they're coming. I'm scared. Beep, beep, beep. No backup. No backup, please. <laughs> this is a freeway. No backup. <laughs> Hold on one second. Okay, we got Baja Fresh. Okay, now we have options. So uh, Nicole is like, tell her now. She's like, no, in front of people? No, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I will tell her only in front of one person on camera. That's it. So uh, Alexia is strutting over and she's like all happy. And, and she's just like, oh, I love this city. And you know, do you see why I want to get married outdoors? And that's why I'm definitely getting married at that hotel. Do you see why? Do you see why? There's beach. There's the water. I'm like, yes. Is anyone going to put it together that they're already getting free advertising for this hotel? And all they have to do is ask Garrett or whatever his name is if they can get married in this penthouse suite. I mean, done. Yeah. So then Larsa calls up and she FaceTimes them and she basically is like, you don't understand. I'm going through so much FOMO. God, I wish I were with you guys. I'm just so busy drafting up 
designs. Like, look at that one. Uh, is that just a straight line? Yes, a new bracelet. <laughs> so hard. It's a slap. It's a slap bracelet. <laughs> so, um, let's see. So they they call. Yeah, she's talking. Are, did you get to Larsa calls? That's what this. That's what it is. Larsa. Yes. Calling okay. In. That's what I thought. Sorry, I was looking at Bueller. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> I find myself doing often when I'm confused. Is he hypnotizing me? So Alexia is like, okay, good for that. So she's like, guys, I'm just so busy and I have to go to the Hamptons. And I got like the most amazing house you've ever seen. But the only way for me not to have to pay for it is to like film there and talk about how amazing it is a lot. So will you come? <laughs> and they're like, uh, oh, well, is this the Hamptons or a Hamptons Inn? Because there's a big difference. It's, <laughs> it's the Hamptons. And guys, someone was supposed to come. I told you to come. I can't charge you unless you come. <laughs> so uh, Marisol's like, um, are you sending us a jet to come out there? <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. I... Well, we miss you. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to get you fucking drunk at Montauk. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So they hang up. And then Lisa, they have to get ready to, to go to the cabaret. Because Lisa's got some surprises for them. And Marisol's. <laughs> Oh, is it Mary Saul who goes, what are you going to be in the strip? What are you going to be in the show, Miss Tits McGee? <laughs> oh, I thought she said, oh, Tits McGee's got surprises. But also hilarious that everyone just knows exactly what the surprise is. It's like, right, oh, they've the all surprises. been there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they all know. <laughs> also, like, way to tip your surprise. Guys, we're going to a cabaret, and I'm not. I, it's a surprise, but I'll, let's just say not all of us are going to be just sitting in our chairs. Some of us will be on stage. It's a surprise. So it's nighttime. They go to the show, and Adriana's talking about how I haven't been here in ages. Sexy cabaret in French style. Good for me. So <laughs> they sit down, and Alexia's like, oh, you know, I sat in this table with my very first date with Todd. You would think from watching this show that this town is like teeny tiny. <laughs> I know everywhere she's been with everywhere she's everywhere in Miami. It was like a sentimental uh, experience with Todd. Like, oh well, you know this bus stop. Yeah, on our our fourth date, we actually sat here on our, on this bus stop. Yeah, it it means a lot to me. <laughs> so Kiki leans over to Alexi and she goes, um, "Who do you call the person who gives the strip tease?" And she goes, uh, "The stripper." She goes, "No, you don't call them strippers." Let's start <laughs> laughing. So then this cabaret starts, Trist, a lover's rendezvous. And it's, I don't know, it's annoying to me. It's a, it's a, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get the point of seeing this. I don't, is it, I don't know, is it like cool for straight people maybe? I don't, I don't, like I've seen Magic Mike live and that was great because it's just like a lots of just super hot guys and they're doing all sorts of cool dances and that was like really fun. But this is just like, it's not, it doesn't have the commitment of like a strip club and it doesn't, it's just like, I just don't get it. I don't, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't speak to me. Well, it's like for the Cirque du Soleil crowd, I guess. Cause there's like trapeze stuff. They're like, le like a, they're levitating on a trapeze. Yeah. There's like some minor aerialist stuff that goes on. I guess maybe the dancing is cool, but I just hate, I don't know. I don't, I just <laughs> don't get, I'm really on, I'm, I'm covering both ends of the spectrum. I'm like, okay, I bashed the little kid stuff and now I'm going to bash the adult stuff. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I just like when the MC comes out like, hey, who wants to get naughty? I'm like, this isn't a strip club, so why don't this isn't like it doesn't I don't get it. 
I don't get it. Like, what's the matter? What's happening? What's going on? Yeah, the best is when people come out and they do this sexy, like, kind of dance thing on a bed, and then they lift up to, into a trapeze and are flipping over. And Marisol <laughs> goes, um, my sex does not look like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So then... There's this MC, and she's like, okay, hey, Angel, will you please tell me your name? Because she, of course, pulled Lisa up on stage. <laughs> and Lisa sits on the edge of the stage, and Lisa goes, my name is Lisa Hochstein. I was like, that's what... I was like, I salute you for trying to turn the name Hochstein into something sexy sounding, <laughs> but it still just did not work. <laughs> and she goes, okay, well... You sexy being, you're a diamond. Now loosely define the concept of fetish for the crowd. And she goes, um, oh God, I didn't know this was going to be like school. Um, Wait, what is se- what is sexy about that? Loosely define the concept of fetish. <laughs> I'm like, wow, really selling it. And Lisa's like, um, six. No, no, it's not math, sweetie. The fetish, the word. Oh, okay. Um, cheese? Is it a cheese? No, it's a sexual thing. Well, cheese can be a sexual thing. Okay, do you have a cheese fetish? Um, fetish. Uh, Julia. Julia's a fetish. Is it some sort of... Wait, I think I know. It's a salad that has pita in it. No, that's fatouche. That's totally different. <laughs> Save the whales! Save the whales! That's pita. Okay. You're not, you're not even close. We're not even. You just took what you took your incorrect <laughs> definition, just built on it. You took the E and, and the T. Jo- that's all. And now Joanna Krupp is back. I heard something about Peta. <laughs> uh, so she says her fetish is Julia. And Adriana's like, um, obviously she doesn't understand the word fetish because a fetish is like lacking feet or a nose, but it's not a person. And if you're going to pick a person, don't pick my person. She's not your person. And of course, Julia loves it. She's like, huh, what? What? I blush. I blush. But it was kind of emotional to find out I was her fetish. I blush. I blush. I blush right now. I blush. And Lisa's like, I think I'm starting to turn. My God, you're not a fruit. <laughs> you're not a you're not a jug of milk that's been left out in the sun. <laughs> you're I'm not a weak old banana, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you're not something we just found in the back of the fridge with mold on it. I think uh, to turn. So and then, then by the oh, way, sorry, I'm like totally I'm like neurotic right now. I'm sorry. I'm speaking a mile a minute. But I love how like Lisa has 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 really like hyped this up. Girls, there might be a surprise tonight. You never know what it's going to be. So I'm thinking, oh, she's going to get up there. She's going to dance. She's going to sing. She's going to do something. All she does is just sit there on the edge of the stage and answer this one question. And then she goes back down to her seat. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. That's, you know, that's Lisa. But I performed. I said things. I did math. Oh, so then they go have room. This is the hotel room, right? There's like this huge yeah. dessert spread, like super fancy. And um, Adriana's like, um, you better get off my girl, Julia. And Julia, this is all your fault. And she's like, uh, my fault. How is it my fault? <laughs> Julia loves being in this. Julia loves being fought over. She loves the attention. You can just tell. Yeah. And Adriana, Adriana is also like really manipulative. Like just this whole like coy thing that she's doing is actually kind of a manipulation. 
So um, I think that's kind of suspect. So then um, they all, Marisol, Gertie, and Alexia sit down. And Marisol's like, okay, we need to chat. Okay, I just want to sleep. And I can't sleep because Alexia is making me nervous because she is nervous because things are missing with her wedding. Like, what are the napkins going to look like? What are the menus going to look like? She hasn't had a tasting yet. You know, 50,000 different things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You just need to get on your shit with her because she's stressing me out. I mean, she trusts you, but there's details and she's freaking out about it. And Gertie's like, you know, and she's saying this to us. She's like, you know, they say those who can't criticize. Okay, we can't plan everything until we have a location. So Marisol, thanks for coming, but have a seat. Thank you. Have a seat. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, oh, I want to have a seat, but the thing is, we don't know where the seat is. So do you have a look? What's going on? Are so there then... going to be seats? Are we sitting <laughs> on the floor? Is this a Moroccan type thing? Are we eating with pita bread? Pita, I knew I was right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, shut up, Lisa. This isn't about you. <laughs> so Alexia's like, oh, well, you know, I trust you 100%. And like Todd's up here. He's a real man. He asks real man questions. And like if I tell him anything else, he'll be like, we're eloping tomorrow. And then when we elope, he's going to be like, where's the bar? Real man. Real man asks questions when you elope. You know what I'm saying? And Gertie's like, um, speaking of that, <laughs> I got an interesting email from the hotel. They said they're not prepared to facilitate our big scale production. You know, it's blurred lines. It's blurred lines. It's like um, uh, what's that song? Who sings blurred lines? What's wrong? Blurred line. With me? Uh, Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke. <laughs> uh, they said. In fact, it was Robin Thicke. That's actually where he works now. And uh, he said we don't know of any wedding, and uh, <laughs> we are booked. Uh, and Alexi's like, oh, 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 I can't. I can't do it. I don't know if the universe is telling me not to get married or what. Why does everything happen to me, Marisol? Why? Lady, you found three extremely wealthy people to marry. Could you please stop crying about how life is so hard for you? I mean, three. Three rich men. Oh, why is life hard? So now Gertie and Marisol are hugging her. And like, she's like, oh, oh well, you know, I was having such a good night. I was having such a good night. I was like, I have... I, I have to try so hard for everything. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be like that. And Marcel's like, I think Alexia is so broken down at this point with Peter and the venues and things not working out. Like, it's just like another disappointment. Like, how does she handle all these disappointments? It's like she is Brittany herself. Free Alexia. Free Alexia. So then is the truth or dare section of the night. Round. Lisa gathers everybody together. And she's like, guys, I want to do something sexy. I've brought bananas, chocolate, whipped cream, condoms, uh, one of Lenny's rugs, mostly just because <laughs> I like to clean off, clean things with it. So, um, so it starts, Lisa goes to Julia first. She's like, do you want truth or dare? She goes, oh, I would say dare. Oh, I blush already. I blush. I will ask Dr. Nikki to read cards for me because I'm old lady that no one loves and cannot see proper. We love you. Oh, I'm so emotional that I am eyesight fetish for these girls. <laughs> so Nicole's like, Julia, you have chosen dare and you need to feed someone almonds using just your mouth. And Kiki just looks like, what the fuck did I walk? I'm not playing this game. 
She was like, she's like, I'll play this game with Kate Moss, but not with you bitches. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, if we're putting so, an entire buffet in our mouth, like an almond with Kate Moss, and yes, I will do that. <laughs> but I will not do this with you too. So Adriana's like, choose wisely. So Julia decides to feed the almond to Lisa, and and then you know Adriana's like so mad. So then Julia goes and gives an gives an almond to Adriana too, and Gertie goes, sloppy seconds. That's what this is, sloppy seconds. And Kiki's like, oh my god, look at Lisa eating her nuts. And so they do the really sexy blah, blah, blah. And Adriana's like, traitor, you kissed her with tongue. I saw. And Kiki squeals. <laughs> Kiki, she just, Kiki goes, ooh. <laughs> and Nicole's like, talk about sleeping with someone else in this room. Um, who would you sleep with? And whoever's turn it is, it's like, Julia, of course. It's like, oh my god, just leave the- Julia alone it's nicole's dare like she had her dare is that she has to talk to her hand and as if she's making a game plan to sleep with someone which is just such a strange dare like okay so she's sitting there talking to her hand being like "Ooh, julia oh i want to sleep with julia it's just like this weird weird uh role play with your hand wow so julia's like oh you know flirtiness is not part of my sexuality it's part of my personality it's energy it's not sexual yeah i can be married i can be gay i can be straight or single it doesn't matter to does it to me it's about having good time with people and energy and yes fine i'll admit it pizza pizza bread too if <laughs> i could flirt with pizza bread uh, she's like i'm miami now i am free i do i will never apologize for my personality and Lisa's like, okay, that was fun. I'm actually super tired. <laughs> I heard lesbians go to bed early, so I'm just going to do that with my cosplay tonight. So good night. Hey, guys. Uh, that was really fun, but I realized watching Nicole talking to her hand was really not quite as exciting as I thought. So I'm just going to end the night right now. Okay, good night. So they all go to bed. So then in the morning, um, we go to Nicole's house, and she's in her giant closet. And it's interesting because she's got a huge closet, but not very many clothes. She's mm. only got like clothes on one little rack, which I like because I think that means you really do work a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I think she does. people who work a lot are just like, I need five things. Okay? She does want those scrubs, actually. Mm-hmm. That's what she wants to wear. Hmm. So, um, yeah, so she's going to go meet up with her dad. And she's really she's hoping that she's going to release, you know, all the resentment that's built up and everything. So she goes to this restaurant and um you know, she's just saying, like, this is a, like a long time coming. She just doesn't want to be disappointed with her dad. So then this guy walks in, Miguel. He looks sort of like James Garner meets, like, like James Garner playing a used car salesman, essentially. It's like James Garner starring in the life of Time to Make the Donuts. Time to Make the Donuts. <laughs> if, J- if, if, if James Garner were playing the donut guy, but like his real life story about what happened to that guy after he became famous, that's who this guy is. <laughs> right. Influenced by Danny DeVito. And a guy's in doll suit. So he comes in and uh, he's got two things of flowers, which, you know, you know, say Publix on them or something on the wrapper (laughs) and she's like hey dad and she's like why are you in shades dad could you take those off and he's like like always honey i brought you i just gotta wear them hey listen i brought you these for you to carry and 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 then yeah she's like asking about the sunglasses and he's like but the sunglasses those are me huh and so she's like 
well, the young li- young ladies like these, but I don't like them so much. He goes, he goes oh my God, we're at that point. Already. We're starting right there already? Oh my God. It's like, so how many cocktails have you had today, Dad? He's like, man, I just walked in. I'm doing fantastic. Great. That's what I do. I'm always great. So at first I'm like, okay, this is going well. And then uh, he starts talking about how he visited Grayson. And he's like, you know, you have an amazing child, but... Unfortunately for you, you only have one child. Unfortunately, I have a few. You know what I'm saying? And by children, I mean cocktails. Cockies, I heard they're called. It's so much more fun to just ignore people when there's multiple people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so Nicole's like, so you're saying, wait, so wait, you don't want more children, do you? You've had enough. And he's like, of course I want more kids. And she's like, dad. <gasps> You can't be serious. And he goes, well, what do you want me to do? And she's like, not procreate. Well, no, she, no, 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 no. He goes, he's, she's like, you, like, you don't, you don't want, don't have more kids. You already have four. And he goes, that you know of. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, what? She's oh. like, what? She's like, am I being punked? Oh, like, is this real? Like, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't know. He's like, not procreate. Yeah. Oh so, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of a thing. I don't know if it's a thing that you want like your dad to to say to you, like in a, in like a proud way. Like, yeah. Well, guess what? You got other. You got other siblings. Yeah, but you you don't get to find out about those. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, what a mess! And it's like to be continued. Uh, let me guess. In the next episode, she picks up the check. Shocker. <laughs> and flies him to. Flies into Key West to have brunch. Yes. Well, everybody, that brings us to the conclusion of Real Housewives of Miami. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Go to our website for tickets to all the things. We hope to see a bunch of you next week, either in person or, you know, virtually. And we will talk to you on the next one. Bye. Bye, everybody. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClelland. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Kristen the Ruby Rubano. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.